Hello everyone and welcome back to the Words With Me podcast. My name is Carson and I'm an engineer and millennial who is finding her footing while becoming the highest version of herself. If you've been here before, this is going to be our 21st episode. So if you are not new to this, it is so great to see you again. Thanks for being on this ride with me. And if this is your first time, happy to have you and hopefully you pick up some good gems and stick around for a little bit. It's funny because I feel like along the way of creating this podcast and sharing my stories and my insights with you, it's almost as if, and I'm a person of faith, but it feels as if God has been directing me to new paths, maybe new ideas of what my purpose could be, the impact I could leave in the world, even something as small as this podcast. There's still so much impact that I can have. And I appreciate that there have been so many people to reach out and so many people to resonate because when we're talking about our purpose and where we're supposed to be, where we want to be, It's easy to get caught up in this idea that it needs to look a certain way. We get caught up in the perfection of the moment and trying to make sure that things look good. But we also need to remember that sometimes the lessons that we learn don't come from pretty packages. Sometimes they don't come from picture-perfect moments. There's going to be plenty of opportunities to learn and grow as a person, but We also need to challenge ourselves to get comfortable with the path that's being laid before us. We all have unique gifts, unique talents, and insights that we can share with other people, not just to make ourselves look good, but to also help other people find their way. I recently listened to another podcast, and they were talking about how the things that we go through in life that maybe we had a hard time with or the lessons that maybe weren't as easy to learn, that we can take those things and hopefully through our insights, through our experiences, we can help make those things easier for somebody else who might be going through something similar. And I always say that this podcast is for people who feel like they're late bloomers or maybe people who feel like they need somebody to relate to as they go through their own unique challenges and journeys. From the outside looking in, I can say that it seems like I have things coming together for me and I give so much credit to God, number one, but also just the work that I've been doing to better myself because I'm not perfect. I don't think there's anybody in this world who would say that they are perfect, that they don't have their own issues, their own challenges, their own struggles. But in surrendering the path that maybe I think is best for me, And in surrendering the ideas of maybe this is too hard for me or maybe I'm not good enough for this, I'm giving myself the opportunity to see things unfold in real time. What you have to understand is that your path is so unique and no matter how challenging it may be, no matter how much of a struggle you experience, it's still your path. And so today I want to challenge you, what does it mean to surrender and to really get comfortable with your path? I feel like the more you take chances on yourself and allow things to happen naturally, you actually fall into what your path could be. So I've had 
my own hangups with this. I am very much a planner. I like to be strategic with certain things. I feel comfortable having a certain sense of control because even if certain variables change, it still feels like to a certain degree, I know what I'm doing. And what I've been struggling with is entering into this path where I really don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where I'm headed, but I do need to take a chance on myself. I think dealing with the unknown can be so difficult because things are out of your control. You maybe aren't comfortable with letting go of control, but a lot of people who have made big moves, they've made huge strides in their lives to become the people that we admire. So maybe think about your favorite creator, your favorite athlete, actor, author, somebody who has transcended a different level of expertise, experience. There was probably a certain point where they had literally no idea what was gonna happen, but they still took a chance on themselves and took a big leap anyway. More recently, I have really been reflecting on Victoria Monet. I don't know if you are that much into pop culture, if you follow it, but she has had such a great year as an artist. And during the Grammys, she took home three Grammy Awards, including Best New Artist. And what I admire about her story is that she really did take a chance on herself even if she didn't know it was going to happen. She moved to LA, she was putting her music in front of different studios, in front of different people who could potentially impact her life, and she didn't get a hit until one person decided to listen to her music, found that it was good, number one, and also took time to show her that she was interested and she decided to hop on her team and to help her grow and flourish. So that was about 15 years in the making of moving to LA, of taking a chance on herself, and finally getting that big break. And from the time that she has been starting and working, she's written songs for so many artists. I think most notably, she's worked a lot with Ariana Grande. So even though she's had all of these accolades behind the scenes, there was still something in her that believed in herself enough to take a chance on her own talent and her own creativity and to present herself as her own artist. One thing that she was saying in her acceptance speech that really stuck with me is that you can look at soil as either something dirty or something that has nourishment for you to grow and flourish. And basically what she is saying is that even in all this time, 15 years in the making, that she's finally sprouting. And so the first thing that I want to consider for you is your timing. Do you think that things are happening too slowly in your life? Do you think things aren't happening fast enough? How do you view the timing of your life and why is it something that can keep you in a hangup? When you rush through your own life, your own timing, your own journey, you miss out on so many lessons. With Victoria Monet, it did take a long time. It was 15 years, but as she was progressing and moving along, she was able to lay a foundation for herself to not only grow, but to get notoriety, to have people finally recognize her work. All this time, knowing that what she had inside of her was worth being seen, believing in her gift and her artistry, and understanding that, yes, it may take some time, but this is still the dream. This is still the goal that I have for myself. And so I would ask you today, what is something that you think is not happening fast enough and why? And could you be open to the idea that maybe everything is happening in its own perfect timing? 
Maybe you're not doing anything wrong. Maybe you don't need to rush. Maybe you don't even need to ask yourself, is this happening fast enough? We have to have that faith that tells you that everything is working out the way that it's supposed to and that not only is it going to happen for you, but it's going to happen in a way that is going to transcend your wildest dreams in a way that's going to surprise you. Something else to consider is that do you feel that you need to change yourself in order to reach your goals? Do you feel you need to put on a front, put on an act? Do you feel like you need to change in order to get what you want? I don't think anything that's worth achieving, worth experiencing, is going to require you to be somebody that you're not. You may need to stretch yourself, you may be a little uncomfortable, and maybe you will get familiar with parts of you that you didn't know. But you shouldn't have to be somebody that you're not to achieve what you want. If it's really for you, it's going to be for you and not some version of yourself that you feel like you need to be in order for other people to acknowledge you or for people to even see you in the first place. What does it really mean for you to be yourself? Think about maybe moments in your life where you feel like you are being your most authentic self. The moments in your life where you feel like you are truly being seen. Think about the people that you are around when you feel accepted, the people that you're around when you feel like you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Yes, things will have maybe different challenges or struggles for you, but there should be a certain level of peace that you experience when you are fully walking into the calling of your life, your life's purpose, when you are fully walking into who you are supposed to be and what you are supposed to be doing. You need to understand that maybe what is really for you isn't going to be what other people intended for you or what other people thought that you should be going for and in that you may end up disappointing some people and there's nothing wrong with experiencing disappointment there's nothing wrong with having to disappoint people sometimes we disappoint people because we don't live up to the ideas that they have in their head or maybe there are people who want you to go down a certain path because it's better because it's the smart thing to do but within yourself you truly know that that is not for you I want to tell you today that that is totally okay. I myself am a pretty multifaceted person. So in addition to being an engineer, I also help with a nonprofit. I dance on the side. I'm also a content creator. I have a lot of things that maybe people don't put much value on because it's not the thing that's making me money. It's not the profession that gets all of the praise. But I do it because I know for myself that... It helps me to feel more fulfilled. Having a space to create content, to share my insights and my ideas with other people, it's allowing me to tap into a different side of myself that I don't always get to do when I am working. If I'm meeting a client, I can't put on, you know, my fully in tune self. I have to be professional and I have to make sure that I am doing my job well. And so I need my own outlets, whether it is through dance or creating on YouTube or creating a podcast where I can really be myself and not feel inhibited by the ideas that people have of me that maybe aren't true. Disappointing people may also require you to put things down that no longer serve you or maybe to just remove yourself from the things that you don't really have a bandwidth for anymore. It's okay to shed old versions of yourself to remove that dead skin, to make room 
for newness of life, to make room for those new opportunities and those new experiences. Along this journey and this life, we're gonna experience pretty big moments of growth. And there's probably some moments that you have yet to experience that will shape you and mold you and change you so you become this amazing person that you are always meant to be. There are people in the world, people in your life even, that maybe will be disappointed by your growth because you are changing and becoming a new person. It's not your responsibility to make people feel comfortable being around you by staying in old positions that don't serve you anymore. The version that maybe you were five years ago, it's not who you are today and it doesn't resonate anymore. Within my own professional career, I can say that from the time that I've started until now, it's been about four and a half years, I am nowhere near the same person that I was and I am shedding old layers and I am challenging myself to be more open to new career opportunities, to new possibilities that I didn't consider before. You don't need to struggle in dead situations. You can move on. And contrary to maybe to what some people believe, I don't think that struggle is something that should be so celebrated, right? Struggle can make you stronger. Struggle can make you smarter and wiser, but staying in a situation where you are constantly struggling is not going to serve you well. You need to have enough belief in yourself to see beyond that, to think, okay, what can I get coming out of this situation? Why do I need to keep struggling? You do not have to keep on struggling. You can remove yourself, and even if that means disappointing other people, okay, that's fine. You're going to disappoint people unintentionally people are going to be upset people are going to be frustrated because you aren't bending to their will because you aren't following their program but this is your life you're the only person who can answer the call whatever that call is if you're being called to create if you're being called to move to higher levels if you're being called to form new relationships nobody can do that for you but you again as a person of faith this is something that I have been asking myself and something I've been challenging myself to consider, but I wanna understand for myself, what is God's best and how is it different from other people's idea of what's best for me? I have been reading Just As I Am by Cicely Tyson. It's her memoir and she released it not too long before her passing, but there was a passage in chapter nine, I believe, of the book and in that, She's saying that there are people who are well-intentioned, that there are people who have your best interests in mind and who want to see you thrive and succeed because they love you, but they may not understand the calling that God is placing on your life. They may not understand where it is that you're being taken to. They don't understand that this is your journey and this is specific to you. And even if they don't agree with it, even if they don't understand it, that doesn't mean that it's not valid and it doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep going forward in it. Throughout Cicely Tyson's memoir, she talks about these whispers or these hints or these signs that were pointing her in a different direction. At a time she was working at Red Cross when so she was working in the office as a typewriter and somebody was retiring, I think maybe after 30 or 40 years, but they were rewarded with a wristwatch. And this person who was given the watch, obviously they were emotional, they were appreciative because they were getting recognized for this achievement, for being there for such a long time. But Cicely had a different idea. And under her breath, she was basically mumbling that 
I am not going to stay here for 30 years if all I'm getting is a wristwatch. In that moment, she was opening her mind to the possibility that maybe there's more for me than this. Maybe these feelings that I need to move, that I need to shift, that there's something different for me, maybe there's a reason for it. And that opened the door to her meeting new people who were able to give her the opportunity to model and further to give her the opportunity to become the actress and just the icon that she was able to become. And so I want you to think about maybe that thing that seems so far out of reach, that idea, that thought, that dream, that maybe if you told somebody, they might look at you a little weird. They might think that you're crazy. You don't need anybody else's permission to really pursue your goals and your dreams. If you give it all you've got, if you do what you can, and maybe down the line you figure out, hey, this isn't for me, maybe I can pivot. That's okay. It's all a part of the growth, and the journey is more important than the destination. But challenge yourself to give yourself a shot and to take a chance on yourself. You are worth your dreams and your goals and the vision that you have for yourself in your life. You are worthy of figuring out that, hey, you can do this and that you are capable and that your dreams are there for a reason. I personally believe that those moments that tug on your heartstrings, those little glimmers of hope are indicative of the path that you're supposed to go down. So recently, I have been wanting and hoping for more speaking engagements and opportunities. Last year, I was able to speak at Caltech and I was even able to speak on a tech panel and that kind of opened my eyes to, hey, maybe this is something I can consider. Even in my work, I've had people tell me that they love the way that I present and that I'm a really good speaker. And so I'm taking those as those little small signs and wonders of, hey, maybe I'm figuring out where it isn't supposed to be and maybe where I can be used the most effectively. And even still, as I'm recording this episode, next week I'm going to have my very first radio interview. I have never done this before and I'm a little nervous about it, but I know that I'm coming in with my own journey, my own story, and being authentic to myself, that that's going to be enough to carry me through that experience. Are there things that maybe people have told you that you're good at? People sometimes can see so much potential in you that you can't see in yourself. And them taking the opportunity to share that with you, to tell you that, hey, I see something in you and I see this gift that you have, and I want you to grow that and to cultivate it. It means something. And it doesn't mean that you need to downplay it and be humble and think, oh, it's okay, you know, maybe I don't need to do this, I'm not that good. No, you are good enough and you can do this and you can achieve this. If it's already in you, it's there for a reason. And what you need to do is to trust the preparation that you're in. Trust that you're being prepared for something greater and that everything that you discover about yourself Everything that people tell you that you're good at, that people are tell you that you're made for, it's for a reason. Don't take it for granted. Everything good, worthy, notable has to go through some type of preparation. People don't just get to the finish line in a marathon without going through some type of training. They don't go through that experience without preparing themselves, without maybe running drills, getting their bodies ready to perform at a level that is necessary for that type of experience. So you are in a season of preparation. This whole entire experience that you're going through, if you are looking for something big to happen in your life, 
if you have some big goals, some big dreams, some aspirations, you're in a season of preparation. If it hasn't happened yet in the timing that you thought as fast as you want, that doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to happen. But you're not going to get the things that you want if you're not really prepared to get it. I personally believe in my own life that the things that I've prayed for, the things that I've wanted, they're going to be revealed to me in their own perfect timing. But God is not about to give me something that I'm not ready for. And I'm thankful that that's the case. Because why would I want to be given something to be responsible for something that I'm not really prepared to hold? If I want to set myself up for failure, yes, I can absolutely decide to go on my own without any preparation, without any support, and screw things up for myself. But there are things that I want to accomplish in order to get to step C. I got to get through step A and step B first. It's not going to happen as fast as I want. But who's to say that I know what the timing of my life is supposed to be? Imagine if you were told literally every single thing that you were going to accomplish in your life. Just sitting in a moment, asking for all the answers, asking for all the signs, all the wonders. If you were just placed every single detail of your life in your lap, what would you do with it? Would you even be able to hold onto all of that? So there's a reason why we're not given the things that we want as quickly as we want because we're not ready for them. You can think that you are the smartest person in the world, the most qualified, the best at whatever it is you do. But in your own nature, in your own humanity, you still have to admit there's some things you don't know. And for better or worse, there are things that you are better off not knowing until it's time for you to know. And you need to release that level of control that you want to have in your life because you can't commandeer everything to turn out the way you want it to. You still have to go through a process and you still have to learn just like the next person. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, be for real with yourself. You're human. You don't know everything. And it's okay to not know everything. But in those pockets of maybe I don't know this, I'm not that good as that, I need some help in this area. Those are opportunities for you to gain new skills, for you to learn something new. If you need to go read a book, if you need to go see a therapist, if you need to go seek wise counsel, if you need to network and talk to the right people, do that. But don't get caught up in your head about how much you don't know. I personally had reached a point in my career where I think I was becoming a little more complacent. It felt like there was so much that wasn't working for me. And it felt like I was stuck in a situation that number one, I didn't want to be in, but that I somehow had convinced myself that I was going to stay in forever. And there was a time, maybe way back in college, where I was really on fire for determining my future in my career. I was always at networking events. I was always trying to seek mentorship and guidance. I was on fire and I was asking the right questions. And I had to have a moment to myself to ask, how did I get here at this position where I became so despondent, so hopeless, so sad that I felt like I couldn't do anything to change my situation? And so I had to get uncomfortable really quick, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I had a little moment of realization at a networking event I went to last weekend where the person who was speaking was talking about 
how they were very intentional about asking people the right questions, how they took out time to really assess where they were in life and in their career and determine if that's where they still wanted to be. And if they came to that conclusion of realizing that they weren't where they wanted to be, they didn't just stay there. They took the reins and they asked questions. They sought help. They sought guidance. They didn't just sit there and allow things to happen. And so that's something else to remember along this journey and this process. Sometimes you don't get what you want and you don't get to the places you want to be because you're not asking the right questions. You're not talking to the right people. You've gotten sometimes to a point where you feel like everything is just on you and the weight of the world is on your shoulders and you forget that there are people in your life who can help you, who can change the trajectory of your entire life and your entire career, but you're being quiet. You're not taking the chance. You're not talking to people. You're just saying, hey, if it's not going to go the way I want it to, I'm just going to sit here and be upset about it. Even if you don't have control over all the details of your life, you still got to ask people for help. You still need to seek other people out for those things that maybe you don't have information on. That's just how life goes. We know certain things and we don't know other things. But trust that there are people in your life, that there are people who are going to come into your life, who are going to help you get to where you want to be. And don't be afraid to ask questions, please. Remember that people are in your corner and people have your best interests. And I guess to close this out, I want you to remember and challenge yourself to believe that there are people who believe the world of you, that there are people who are ready, who are so ready to help you and to support you to get you to where you want to be. Even if it takes some time to get there, the right people are coming to you. The seeds have already been planted. You are already destined for great things. You just have to see the process through. And if it takes some time, that's okay but you are going to get exactly where you are supposed to be. So hopefully you took something away from those thoughts. I have been thinking on my place in life, where I want to be, and challenging myself to believe the best about myself and to believe that things are happening in the way that they're supposed to and that I am not being led astray. So with that, here are some affirmations for this episode. It's okay for me to believe the best about myself. I am destined for great things and I have already achieved great things. I know that I am going to end up exactly where I'm supposed to be. It's okay for me to disappoint people and there's nothing wrong with going for the things that I want. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I feel like I have so many things I've been reflecting on and it's nice to have this space, this platform, this opportunity to share that with all of you and to just give you the space that you need to maybe process your own emotions or your own thoughts. We all have our own journeys that we're on, but we really got to trust the process. We really have to trust the process. I know sometimes that's not the best thing to hear. It's not the favorite thing for me to hear, but we're still going through it. We're still being prepared, so we got to trust that it's happening. But if you enjoyed this episode, 
please feel free to share it with a friend if you took any insights away from it. The podcast is available to stream on most listening platforms, and you can also listen to episodes on YouTube. If you want, the open invitation is my newsletter where I take cultivating community to a new level, and you can get insights, exclusive content, and information on what I'm up to. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at wordswithbepodcast, and you can also read the latest blog posts at www.wordswithbepodcast.com. And please leave a review, rate the podcast, tell me something that you enjoyed about this episode if you like the show. And thank you again just for being here and taking the time to listen. And so with that, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks. Bye.